0: Ya van más de tres botellas Que de tu nombre me acabé los cigarrillos Que mamá me esconde que es de madrugada y no son horas de llamada Pero escucha lo que tengo que decirte Ay, que no me conformo me
1: Hola,
2: hola! Bienvenidos a Radio Manea. I'm Miriam Suela Pérez. And I'm Bero Valletti Flores. And we are two Latinx friends with widely different music tastes. Each week we bring you music
1: from the Latinx artists that we love, and we're back from vacation.
2: With some new music for y'all. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: I'm excited to be back, getting to actually like listen to and like write about music this morning. I was like, oh, I missed this. Like, I missed the, <laughs> the, the excuse to sort of like nerd out a little more. So this first song is my pick. I'm sure a lot of you have already heard it. Let's take another listen to The Lunes a Lunes by Grupo Frontera and Manuel Turizo.
0: Porque no voy por de usted Y no preguntes por mi vida Si vida ya no tengo desde que te fuiste Tenía tanto que darte y decidiste irte Todo por un error, error que es de Mal. Si esta noche viviendo a mi da con llamar Es que no me conformo Me está quebrando abrazar los recuerdos Me he vuelto amigo del rol y el despecho No me diste tiempo de hablar de los hechos A ti te ganaron el chisme y los
1: ceros. me tienes
0: tomando el
1: So this was released two weeks ago. Um, Veto, had you heard it before? Had you had you come across it? I
2: have not. I've been like you know (laughs) neck deep in goats for the last two weeks, so I you know missed this one.
1: (laughs) Oh my god! I don't know if y'all follow Veto on on Instagram, but yeah, she's been in like Chivo Round Two but like the more intense edition. <laughs> he yeah. You really like, yeah. went hard. I'm sad that I missed it. Um, I know, it I'm amazing. sad I couldn't make it too, but yeah. yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was like an epic party. It was an epic party, it seems.
2: Yeah, it was really beautiful and I don't know that I'm ever going to do anything like that again. But
1: For people who don't know what we're <laughs> talking about, this is the second year where Veto has made this like traditional Venezuelan chivo salado dish that is included like picking out the goat when it's still alive, watching it slaughtered, and then curing it, salt curing it on her root. I did not
2: watch it slaughtered. Oh, I okay, receive it, it <laughs> when it's already butchered. Okay. It, but and you picked it out. No, no, alive. they pick it out. The farmers are like, these are the animals that make most sense to, so, you know, whatever. Oh, I'm not like, okay, give okay, me okay, that sorry. one with the brown spots, you, you know, like. Okay, but you go to the, you go to the farm. I do go to the farm. I saw okay. where they live. They're like, live like a really wonderful, happy life, whatever.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, then she cures the goat salt, salted goat on her rooftop with this like really amazing contraption. Um, and <laughs> then makes a lot of Venezuelan well food with, with M peach, her friend and also artist and then throws a big party this year yeah. for people. Yeah. So yeah. that's the recap. Um, but yeah, it looked amazing, but I know you're really tired. So this this song I think has been on the radio I mean so this is this is just more of the takeover of Mexican regional to like Latin pop which I'm kind of obsessed with Um, and if you didn't need any more evidence that it's happening Manuel Turizo is getting involved like (laughs) not somebody that you would expect you know Colombian kind of like pop reggaetonero you know all sorts of stuff he does but like Mexican regional, not the thing I'm expecting him to do next. So, you know, it's just more, more evidence that this is, like, very dominant. Um, I am really into this song. Like, I've already listened to it, like, four times today. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I really love the Mexican regional, like, influence. Like, I'm really into that sound. And then I think that Turiso's voice actually does really well with it. Like, I feel like it pairs well, which I wouldn't necessarily expect because he has this kind of, like, poppy, melodic thing going on. But um, I actually really liked the way that it they sounded together.
2: Yeah, yeah, it sounds good It sounds good, and you know, the Grupo Frontera Is doing their thing, man, I feel like Oh my god,
1: they're everywhere They
2: are just everywhere like that, bu- that Bad Bunny co was like Big, you know
1: I know, it's amazing, yeah, it's amazing I mean, you know, not just them, but You know, them, Peso Pluma, some other folks are like Continuing to be dominant, and I just um, Love this development in Latin music And like, so excited to see Where it goes I think that the caribbean sounds mixing with the this particular style of mexican regional i think is super thrilling and you know this isn't the first time that we've seen crossover between like mexican mexico mexican music and caribbean sounds like if you look back at the history of um cumbia boleros like there's a lot of places where the caribbean and mexico have collaborated musically so this is not like a new phenomenon but this particular um iteration of it you know is is relatively modern and um i feel like like kind of like watching history be made in real time and i'm just really into
2: it so Mm -hmm. it is really fun and it's really dope to also see like this is you know like the mexican community is like uh and mexican american communities have like been like such an important part of like u.s latinx communities and the fact that like there's these musical traditions that are like, you know, like long-term and traditional that are being innovated on, like in the the pop canon is really dope. I like it.
1: Yeah. And the fact that it like works sonically, I think just points to what we already know, which is that the roots of music across Latin America are very similar, right? Like African rhythms, Spanish rhythms, indigenous, you know, so like it's not surprising that these things can meld in different ways. Um, So yeah, I'm really into it. Yeah, but but yeah this is probably my favorite thing that came out in the like i don't know i think it's almost two months we took a long break y'all. we really just like went hard with um a little bit of a summer reprieve so i think this yeah this was probably my favorite thing that came out during that time but there's a lot of music so i was happy to get a chance to talk about what's up for sure
2: what's your first pick my first pick is by an artist that we've been following for a minute, um, featuring
3: another artist that we've been following for a minute. This is called Fuego Lento and it's by Harina de Marco, featuring Media <laughs> Solamente quedó el recuerdo
0: De cuando velábamos lento
3: Así pegadito el dos Cocinando fuego lento Cocinando fuego lento Cocinando fuego lento Cocinando fuego, lento. Cocinando fuego. Cocinando fuego. Sin ti yo me muero de hambre Tú la receta me mis Tienes lo mejor aguacate Salado, tú eres el gravy. Tú eres mi mochi. A mí me pone crunchy. Tú a mí me prendes. Tú me cocinas la mente. Solamente quedo recuerdo De cuando
0: velábamos lento.
3: Así pegadito loto. Cocinando fuego lento. Cocinando fuego lento. Cocinando fuego lento.
2: So this is from Harina de Marco's new album, Caribbean All-Inclusive Luxury. <laughs> I <laughs> love it, mm-hmm. um, and it just came up. So it just came out. So this is technically like a September jam, but um, but yeah, I really Harina de Marco. I think it has been going some really interesting directions. I've been into her stuff for a minute. I really. Um, she's Dominican and Brazilian and. Um, I don't know, just is, like, doing really dope things. And um, recently has been, like, doing more stuff um, with Demi- other Dominican artists, like Meo who, mm-hmm. Mayo Piki is a person who we had on the show. We, um, I really, like, love his work. And mm-hmm. um, it's been really fun to see them collaborate, because I don't really see them, like, as sort of being, like, you know, they're both sort of, like, Latinx artists on like the indie tip, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I see them doing really different things, so it's it was like a fun little collab to see them doing stuff together. And, like, this song's called Fuego Lento. And so they're, like, doing, like, a cute little, like, Dominican cooking series mm-hmm. that on TikTok <laughs> along with, like, this song mm-hmm. <laughs> where they, like, do, like, they, like, ta- teach you how to do, like, a Dominican breakfast. So it's, like, they teach you how to make, like, tre golpes, like, queso de freír, mm-hmm. you, get your, you make your mango, <laughs> you make your fried eggs, <laughs> like, your salami, you know, it's like, which is, you know, what of uh, like... I, I don't understand how come this, like, hasn't, like, made it big on the brunch rotations. Like, the mm. tres this is, like, one of, like, the, the top, top breakfast things that I've ever eaten in my life. Mm. Um, my girl, Stephanie Rodriguez, shout out S-Rod, mm-hmm. makes really, really delicious mango and I think about it sometimes. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, this, this track definitely made me hungry. I mean, I, I think yeah. I need to eat lunch, too, but... <laughs> also felt, like, appropriate given that you just spent the weekend. I don't know if it was fuego lento or not. I don't know how you cooked the goat, but it definitely yeah, was there was, there was a lot.
2: of There was some amount of fuego lento. The, the goat process after you salt it and you dry it. I mean, like, the drying is supposed to be, like, a preservation mm-hmm. method so that you can, like, keep this goat. Like, you slaughter a goat, but you can't eat the whole goat, or you don't necessarily <laughs> want to eat the whole goat in one right. go. So, like, you salt it to, like, keep it for a minute. Um, but we ate the whole goat in one go. Right. <laughs> two, <laughs> you goats ate
1: two goats. Two well, goats. In by one you, you go. Mean Sixty people.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, um, we actually didn't uh, rehydrate all of it. There's some dried goat left, but like okay. now I'm just gonna like, have to figure out how to store it. Like it stores fine, but like you know like there's critters in New York yeah. that don't exist yeah. in Fukuoka. Right. <laughs> right, right. That I have and to like watch out for
1: and the preservation process you do even though you're going to cook it right away because it changes the flavor like the drying and salting gives a Yeah, dish the drying particular and particular salting flavor. gives
2: it like a particular flavor. Yeah, and then About like it. you like rehydrate it and like you know like bring it and like you salt it with oregano so like the oregano gets like like you know like into the the meat and then I mean in Falcon there's a lot of wild oregano and mm. and uh, that's what the goats eat. So, like, it's, like, really, like, a part of, mm. you know, like, the flavor profile. Interesting. But, yeah. Um, So, there was some amount of fuego lento in, like, rehydrating the goat. Because then it becomes, like, you know, like, once you dry, it becomes really chewy. But then, like, once it finally rehydrates, it's so tender, you know?
1: Absolutely. So, what else have you been up to besides this goat project was like the last week or so, but what, what were you up to before? Yeah, the goat summer? project
2: was like a couple of the last couple of weeks, but I did some going to the beach. I did a lot of eating of tomatoes and I also painted a file cabinet, which is like another wild project that like I thought that I could do easily, but like also was hard <laughs> because I don't, I don't know. I just like be thinking I can do things and I can, but mm-hmm. like not easily, you know? I like make a lot of mistakes, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh mm-hmm. God, this is gonna take longer than I thought it would." Like mm-hmm. every single time, but you know, now no my file cabinet DIY over Yeah, DIY. I know, but now my file cabinet, instead of being like a rusty metal gray, is like a beautiful forest green with gold accents. So that's nice. Amazing.
1: Do you feel like you got? enough beach time, and I know you always have, like, an anxiety about...
2: No, no. I mean, well, the last three week weeks in a row I went to the beach, which is a little bit helping my beach anxiety, but, like, I... The weather was weird this summer. Yeah. The weather is weird, and, like... It was, like, rained a lot. Like, I just feel like, I don't know if you felt this way, but I feel like the vibe this summer is, like, a little off. Like, I don't even feel like there was a song of the summer, to be honest. And maybe it's just me and my surroundings. Like, last summer was, like, okay, obviously, Titi me preguntó, that's the song mm-hmm. of the summer. But, like, what's the song of the summer this year? I feel like there were no candidates for me. Interesting.
1: I mean, I think it would probably be some sort of Mexican regional vibe Yeah. If you look at, like, what's been popular. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, usually you're like, I've heard it out the windows in, you know, Crown Heights, but I don't know if this is what, you know, that's what we be playing out the windows in Crown Heights.
2: Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I mean, the climate stuff definitely, I think, influences it, right? It's been like a really, you know, really hot summer for the whole planet. Um, and then just like a lot of weird climate weirdness, you know, flooding yeah. in places that don't yeah. flood, droughts th- in places that don't have drought, like... Yeah. So I think that also like yeah, for disrupts sure. the mood, you know? Um, well, I didn't, I didn't do anything with goats. Um, I also didn't go to the beach at all. I just like, didn't really have time off. Like I usually, August is usually quiet, but for me, yeah. August ended up being a ton of deadlines instead, which is fine. Um, I think mm, the, end of, try mm-hmm. to, the end of the year, I'll try to take some like real time time off, but, uh, But Mm -hmm. I'm happy. I did a lot of I did spend a lot of time in water. That was like my goal. And D.C. has a lot of pool options and I spent a lot of time in water. So that was that was good. That was definitely something I wanted to do for dealing with the heat out this way.
2: Yeah, the pool is super fun. We I wish we had a cool network of public pools in the way that D.C. does um, here. I think I would go more.
1: Yeah, we're definitely lucky on that front for sure. And then my friend actually has, lives in a fancy building with a rooftop pool, so I did a lot of that, which was like a whole different vibe. Um, but I'm just like, any water, all the water it makes me happy. So. Yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. All
1: right, my next pick is a real departure for me. It's like a pretty unusual uh, in terms of my musical propensities and tastes. <laughs> so this is kind of fun. Um, let's take a listen to coral way by alfredo rodriguez this is some jazz which is not a genre that i really follow at all um but i got really interested in this album partially mostly because of the title so coral way is um a street in south miami and it's just like i don't know uh if this happens to you better with other things but it's like when i hear something that's like so miami specific but like out of context i'm always so intrigued i'm like what is what is this reference about? Um, so we got a lot of PR emails from, um, yeah, from PR folks, you know, promoting the artists they work with, their new albums. And, um, you know, I try to scan through it, but this piqued my interest because of the Coral way reference. And so uh-huh. <clears throat> this is actually a Cuban pianist and composer, Alfredo Rodriguez, who was born in Cuba, immigrated to the U.S. as an adult, and first was in L.A. and is now in Miami. And so, you know, according to the PR about this, this, this album is all about is all is very influenced by the sounds of Miami, which I do think comes through in this particular track. This is the the title track and the first track on the album. I think one of the things I like about it is like how upbeat it is. I think I can kind of, you know, jazz obviously can be many many things, but I think mm. I think of it as like somewhat melancholic, kind of like bachata in certain ways. Interesting. This very much not that. It's not how you think of jazz. No. Yeah, I mean it's such a wide genre. Yeah, I mean there's <laughs> obviously
2: a lot like jazz like <laughs> it's so yeah, yeah I think
1: exactly part of it is like what i've been exposed to which is honestly not very much but yeah this felt very very upbeat um which i liked so this this album has a lot of interesting things i highly recommend y'all check it out um it's not all without vocals there's a couple of vocal tracks including one with sima funk who's a cuban um vocalist and um uh-huh. uh, but yeah i think it's i think it's really interesting what did you think of it
2: I was very I didn't know what to expect because again like this is not your um usual at all and it's just like okay Jazz like as you said like it really could be any number of things it sort of reminds me of like it feels like sort of 90s almost you know mm. like it feels like something that like you know Elaine might dance to <laughs> Seinfeld mm. Elaine
1: <laughs> on Seinfeld <laughs> <laughs> during her Miami vacation or something. <laughs> yeah Interest- interesting yeah yeah not did it, yeah, feel, like, did it feel
2: Miami to you um, not so, I mean, in some, in some ways, in some ways it did. Is
1: Coral Way, is that a reference that you recognize from Miami? Yes.
2: Okay. Yes, it is.
1: Sometimes I don't know like what is intelligible to people. I mean, you spend a lot of time in Miami, but, um, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I don't think that like people that have not spent some time in Miami would know that's Miami yeah. necessarily. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: very, and it's very specific to South Miami. Um, yeah, I was really intrigued. There's also a track on this album that's a take on Fur Elise, which is like a classic oh, um
2: Beethoven. piano
1: Beethoven piece that I actually like grew up, you know, I I played piano growing up not very well, but that was a piece that I knew how to play and played a lot. Mm-hmm. And so it was really mm-hmm. interesting to hear his take on it. I sent it to my mom and she was really into it. So yeah, I was mm-hmm. just like this just sort of sent me down some interesting paths I haven't been down before. Yeah.
2: Um so yeah. Nice and
1: Folks are that are into jazz, you check this album out. It came out a couple weeks ago. Are you a jazz fan generally, Vero?
2: Um, I like seeing it live. Like, if I have any opportunity ever to see it live, I will. Um, just because, um, I like to see like interesting arrangements. And there's a place close by to me, um, here in Bed called Bar Lunatico that often has a lot of jazz. But, Mm -hmm. like, um, I am a fan of jazz. I like it. But sometimes when I go, I go to Barlunati. I'll be like, oh, let's go tonight. Because there's music playing, like, every night. And sometimes I feel like dinner and live music. And it's, you know, like, it's small and tight and, like, like a cute little club. Um, And um, sometimes it's, like the people do not have the sauce, you know? It's just, like, this Mm. is, like, white people jazz, you know? Like, Mm. uh, and, like, I don't know enough about it to understand what it is that I like and what it is that I don't like. I'm just, like, sometimes I'll go there and be, like, you do not have the sauce. And sometimes the white people do have the sauce, but (laughs) sometimes they don't, you know? And it's just, like, I don't know what it is about. I'm not a connoisseur of jazz. Like, I'd love to go see it live. I would, I, like enjoy it a lot of the time, but like there's sometimes that I'm just like, this ain't it, you know? And I can't tell enough about it, about what it is that I like and that I don't like necessarily.
1: I mean, it's very improvisational, right? Like imagine in that setting, they're probably like starting with some music, but then it kind of just like, Going right, like it that's can be
2: improvisational sometimes, but but like there's pieces that people perform, like okay, this is, a, this is a piece called blah blah blah, and there might be improvisation within that, but it's like an arrangement, right. you know, as right. with, you know, the ones that I've been,
1: yeah. So DC has like a very deep history with jazz, um, in the particularly in the black community i mean it's like a you know it's black city um and the music scene in particular and so there's like a whole history of jazz duke ellington all this stuff in in certain parts of dc and most of that is gone but there are still a few jazz clubs um Mm -hmm. and i've been twice i think um to them and yeah it's really interesting just to sort of watch the evolution of it and how people are interacting and the way in which the the music evolves and um it's very cool i feel like it's it reminds me actually of um son harocho right mm, because that's mm-hmm. also kind of a setting I mean obviously musically very different but also a setting in which there's a lot of like there's some you know there's some songs that people know but then there's a lot of improvisation a lot of like people joining in and coming out and like this sort of fluidity to it um, yeah I think it's really cool but, um, but yeah I, I'm very un not very knowledgeable about jazz and I've had yeah, seen very a little bit I think I think the reason I think about melancholy is like I think about some of the the brass instruments can have a melanch- like saxophone can have like a melancholic but obviously it just depends on how you use it it's not like universally yeah that
2: yeah like when I think about jazz I think about Chicago and I think about like New Orleans and I think about like You know, there's obviously there's a lot of jazz traditions in this country and then uh, that have like, you know, evolved in lots of different ways. So, Um, but I think that a lot of jazz can be quite melancholy and a lot of it is like really upbeat and party and, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just very wide. Right.
1: Totally. This might be like the most diverse group of songs I've ever brought to one episode. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love that for us. Yeah. What's up next for you?
2: So the next song is I'm not even going to bother with the title. It's by Diego <laughs> yeah. Raposo. It's off his new album. It's titled something crazy. It's like 19.45 and then like just like at least like Those 15 more numbers. Right? Maybe maybe they're coordinates. coordinates. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that yeah. makes Those sense. Those are coordinates we're gonna have to find out where forward. it is we should, we should i didn't even it recognize in this coordinates i was like what the yeah. fuck is this diego <laughs> i bet you it's like somewhere in dr or something but yeah, yeah it's, it's gotta be <laughs> 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 all, all right, right. well let's... let's take a listen to it um these are some coordinates <laughs> take a listen So some Google has proven that these are indeed coordinates and that they (laughs) correspond to, like, somewhere in Santiago, Dominican Republic, Um, which is, I think, where Diego is from. We had Diego on the show a couple of years ago. Um, We've been following his work. He's a Dominican producer. Um, and he's been like really making his name lately, um, and this is like, he has his own album out right now, um, I've been anticipating it, this came out August 24th, it's called Yo No Era Si Pero De Ahora en Adelante Si, which I think is a great, (laughs) a great title, Mm -hmm. um, But I chose this track because it feels sort of representative of the album, not necessarily sonically because there's just so many things going on here, like so many different sounds being explored, but mostly because of like the ambitiousness of the track feels representative of like the larger ambition within the album where he is just exploring with a number of different artists and features, like this song features um, Kooba. he has like Cablito on. He has Mayo Piki on. He has like a bunch of people on. In Harina de Marcos album, he's on. He's on Harina de Marcos album. He's just like been doing a lot. But um, this album explores like so many different kinds of sounds, and it feels like he's really here to be like, listen. I can do literally anything. Here's the evidence. And. Um, it just explores these like wild electronic textures and it blends them in with Caribbean beats and flows and it goes all over the place. And y'all know how much I appreciate risk taking in music. Um, and this feels like he's just like, okay, like this is like the riskiest version of me. And, um, and I like it a lot.
1: Now I just really want to know what, what those coordinates point to, like, what if it's like, where he lost his
2: virginity? You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Or like, you know, like this is like something like important happened right. on this street,
1: <laughs> right? Or it's just a random spot in Santiago, you know? Like, right,
2: right, right. Now I think guessing. it's I mean, probably like probably somewhere specific. We should ask. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's like his childhood home or something, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's pretty. I feel like it's gutsy to be like, let me name a song, something that you can't say.
2: Oh my god. It is a lot. Um, But yeah, it's the whole thing. It's so gutsy. I really like it. I really like that about Diego and his music. And it's been true of um, his music always, I think. Um, One thing that I do want to say that I think is super interesting, that's like a part of a larger trend is that um, you know, the middle of this song, like, it flows into, like, sort of, like, it goes from, like, sort of, like, sort of gothy ambient to, like, reggaeton, this, like, dark, like, Demboby and, like, then it flows into, like, these, like, more, like, IDM electronic textures, and I feel like, specifically IDM electronic textures have been popping up in Latin pop for a bit now, which is so interesting, and, um, to me, like, was super unexpected when it was, like, popping up on, like, Rao Alejandro's album Vice Versa in 2021 and like in Tiny's work it feels a little bit more like okay like I see how you know like this goes with your entire vibe but like it just seems like a trend that's here to stay in Latin pop which is completely wild to me and like as a person who was listening to like Aphex Twin and Square Pusher in like the 90s and early 2000s it's like completely wild that this is, like, working its way into Latin pop. Um, I, I just, I really love it. It's such a full circle moment for me.
1: Is there a difference between IDM and EDM?
2: Yes. IDM is, like, it technically stands for intelligent dance music, which is such a, like, a like, a snooty way of, like, of saying it, but it's just, like, EDM means electronic dance music, and it stands, it, like, is, like, a certain style of electronic music. IDM is, like, the more, like, the really glitchy style that you hear in this song towards the end of it. That, like, people, that, like, British DJs, like, Aphex Twin, like, Richard D. James, were, like, instrumental in developing in, like, the 90s. Got it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and it, like, was considered, like, you know, like, most people that I, I mean, I think to this day probably some people would find it hard to listen to, Um, but, like, when I would play it for people back in the day they'd be like this is stressing me the fuck out like take this off like unless you're like down and you're like this is blowing my mind like it was like only two reactions right like no in between like this is all right, you know (laughs) like it was just like this is blowing my mind or like get this the fuck off the radio right now (laughs) giving Um, me a
1: headache yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah um like a panic attack probably (laughs) Mm -hmm. um which is so which is what makes it feel really wild that it's like incorporating its way into pop music like 30 years later you know like i guess that kind of stuff happens but like it just felt so niche um to me back in the day as like a I, I don't know. I just I wouldn't have expected it here, and I'm delighted. And to find it like, you know, it's not particularly new making an appearance here on on this album, but like, um, it does speak to like, okay, like people are like recognizing this as something that's like gonna be in pop, in Latin pop for a minute. You know, it's just so it's so cool. It's so interesting. I wouldn't. Yeah. have I couldn't have called it.
1: Yeah, and the the eye doesn't refer to like. AI at all? It's not like it's. I know this is all no intelligent not, dance music.
2: No, it doesn't refer to right. AI at all. The AI like was artificial intelligence, but a, but you know? a thought, uh, but right. a like a dystopian thought in, in everybody's like, head back then.
1: I feel like people right now, like the idea of AI is yeah, very sensationalized. But like, lots of things we've been doing have been AI. Right? AI just means like there's a computer program in that that is like running something obviously like there's there's more power
2: to it but this is I not I think that the thing is that it's learning on its own that's what right. is the AI not right. like just a computer is running something
1: right but like algorithms can well I'm not a computer programmer but I feel like algorithms can learn you know it's not just
2: can like yeah, evolve, I really am right? not an expert. I listen to many, yeah. many podcasts about AI, and yeah. I don't really understand exactly what it is. And yeah. I the last podcast that I listened about AI, AI is that the people who developed it don't understand it really. So I feel okay about it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love that. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a little dangerous, but okay.
1: <laughs> Here we are.
2: Here we are. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um so we've got a big change of pace for the uh-huh. next
1: one. But somehow it <laughs> feels like it makes sense. I don't know, interestingly. Yeah, something about yeah, like yeah. maybe like indigenous futurism or something. Um so this is a new song by Luzmila Carpio. Um, it's called Chacana Sagrada. Let's take a listen.
0: When you're when you're when you're Kapuni aso sina kita, cagaan ang kanjari puni aso sina kita. Lipi, lipi, i
1: song by Luzmila Capio who's an indigenous Bolivian um artist that we did a deep dive of uh not too long ago so I'm gonna put a link in the show notes to that episode if you want to learn more about her and her career um but though like a a month ago she released these two singles together this song and then another song called Inti Watana El Retorno del Sol I don't know if it's an EP I didn't see it marketed that way but they are like kind of paired together um, Mm -hmm. online and so this is the first music she's released in 2015 so it was exciting to see some new music from her Uh, both songs are in Quechua the indigenous language of her community Um, so you know all I can say really about the meaning of it is what the description on Spotify says so I'm going to read that it says, in her recent compositions, Josimila Carpio delves into themes that not only resonate with her indigenous heritage, but also hold significance for younger generations. She explores the issues of cultural identity, empowerment of women in society, environmental preservation, and the importance
2: of indigenous spirituality in a rapidly changing world. That's um, really, really dope. I mean, I feel like after I listened to it, I was like, oh, I do see what you mean that these don't feel so disconnected they, yeah, from right? each there's other. There's something
1: there, yeah. Yeah, there's the production is like, okay, right.
2: Mila? <laughs>
1: right, right. Yeah, sonically, yeah. there's something here. Yeah, sonically, there's something here. I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, I, I do think that I, this is my label, but I do think there's something futuristic about it. Um, and I think that's particularly... And maybe that's purposeful, This because we've talked about this before, right, this idea that indigeneity is in the past, right, that indigenous, yeah. people, indigenous communities are in the past, that something that is indigenous sounding is old, like, that's not true, indigenous people are alive and um, here and making the future as well, you know, con- constantly evolving. So, yeah, there's something about the sound that, that has that aspect to it that I think, for me, electronic elements also feel futuristic in a particular way, so...
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like the, like the sonic, um, aesthetic of the future we often associate or have associated for a long time with, with right. electronic music production. And this is, right. um, this utilizes that. So I think it yeah. does, it does that job of like, you know, putting, placing indigeneity in the now and in the future really well.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I think that really resonates with like what we learned and talked about her and her work and like, her investment in indigenous music and indigenous language and culture and, you know, putting out, putting out music in indigenous language. Like it's not, that's not super common, especially in like popular music. And, um, it's a really important choice I think to be speaking to a particular audience and to be using the language, the indigenous language itself.
2: Yeah, for sure. It's such an amazing service of like, you know create to create culture um and to continue on the culture in this way Mm -hmm. for
1: sure so yeah check out check out the show notes if you missed the luce mila carpio episode we talk a lot about um her work and her legacy and and what she continues to do and um yeah happy to be kind of seeing what she's doing maybe it will be a new album who knows i would love that all right what's your last pick for the main episode
2: so my next song is a song by our girl La Villana with Lil Juju and produced by Rome. This song is called Thick Thick. Let's take a listen.
0: Yeah, con Roma. Yeah, uh, en estando con Rome todos los culos se comen. Traje 10 botellas pa que tú estás con quintones. Me do las rodillas, ejercita los tendones. Me tienes bellaco ese legging que te pones. Booty so big big, bitch you so thick thick. Si tú quieres ese pussy hazte lick lick. Tú quieres acción baby Llámame John Wick Wick. Se baja una botella y buscan en dos seps, sips. Booty so big big, bitch you so thick thick. Si tú quieres ese pussy mami hazle lick lick. Tú quieres acción baby Llámame John Wick Wick. Se baja una botella y buscan en dos yeah. si sí va pa' New York Fashion Week en bodega Cuando está en PR, los weekendes en Echera Se va pa' la calle, siempre sale bien perra Mueve ese culo a 200 flow, ferra Oh uh, yeah, parece una Barbie, le tiran la lesbí Pero le pichea como si fuera de Melby Tú estás pa' llevar como si fuera un serví Le preguntan qué le gusta comer, dicen el Beat So this was a jam. I feel like, you know,
2: our girl Villana is always delivering. Um, I really like the sort of, like troppy goth production of uh, that Rome uses on here Um, and I just feel like it just goes hard you know like um, it's just one of those that's like yes this is a jam I would be happy if this came on um, at a dance party. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I also... You, you know how I feel about songs that feature eating pussy on it. So this is like... It's
1: going to add it to your mix?
2: Just going to, yeah, add it to my ever-growing playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Still and probably also, the favorite, thi- favorite yeah, thing I've ever written. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also feel like this one is just like a fun, like, summer into fall jam. It's got like a sort mm. of like darks element to it mm-hmm. that like you know like transitions are somewhere into spooky season a little bit
1: mm-hmm.
2: so I don't know I like it
1: I like the beat it definitely hits really hard in a good way
2: right it's like, like, like uno like duro you know like you could like yeah. really like do yeah.
1: it you, like feel it in your chest cavity you know yeah
2: yeah good yeah. Way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: I like it um, in case people missed it, let's put a link to your Viana feature in the show notes. That came out like right after we took our break, like the very beginning. of Yeah, our break, so yeah, it came out right after. It, it's great. Um,
2: yeah, let's check it there out. There was uh, like a Rolling Stone issue that was like art like you know, like who the artists are that are like shaping the future of music, and she was one of them. And Bad Bunny curated. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those artists, he was on the cover of that one. And now I, I think them. that there there's a new issue out of Rolling Stone with Carol G on the cover, which is like two back-to-back Latin covers. And Isabella wrote that cover, actually. Mm. Um, so it was like two like back-to-back Latin pop Rolling Stone covers, which is right. what it's time to be alive, you know?
1: Look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Was it about her? Do you know what the angle was for the Carol G one? I haven't seen it.
2: I mean, it's like a profile of her okay and it's yeah. like you know like it's about her and you know her she's got a new album out
1: okay the album okay cool
2: well yeah thanks for introducing me to this i like
1: this little juju is new to the show i don't think i've seen that yeah, yeah.
2: i've i i didn't know who he was before this either i'm here because of la villana and uh, right. along for the ride so hi little juju nice to meet you <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right y'all well, we're happy to be back hope you're the end of your summer is you know going well given everything in the world um that is happening and um yeah we're happy to be back and bringing some new episodes to you this fall
2: yeah for sure uh thank you so 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 much for listening as always everything that we talked about today is going to be on our show notes
1: also make sure you're following us on instagram and i don't want to call it x i refuse to call it x also, I don't oh even my know God. If keep going yeah. on there, but Instagram for sure. Also, we have an email newsletter that will every Friday we send a little, a little short newsletter out with some extra things um, that don't get included anywhere else. So check that out. Links in the show notes. And thank you so much to Mysa for your editing.
2: Thank you so much, y'all. And I can't wait to get started again this fall. Hasta la proxima. We'll see you next week. Bye.